Hey guys, it's Casual Friday. That means it's Nancy Mass Friday. And for her last show of the year, we're going to be talking about the lives of ghosts. We'll be right back. Grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey everybody, how's it going? Happy Friday, Friday before New Year's. Wow, already the year is over. I'm glad, I'm glad this year is over. As you can see, there's issues with Comcast already. Uh, actually, as I was coming home from the dollar store today, I noticed that there were three Xfinity trucks over on Watt Avenue doing whatever they were doing. So obviously people are having trouble with Xfinity. So just bear with us tonight. It's going to be one of those nights. I was sick also. I've been sick for a, few, for, for a couple days. I feel better, though. I took some um, some quercetin before I did the show, so that part stopped, because otherwise I can't even talk without coughing. Anyway, welcome. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team, based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, and that means that we will help you, but it might take us a couple days to get to you. The reason being is California is this big state. You know, a lot of people think of California like Hawaii as surfing and all that good stuff. We are. But there's just so much more. You got Northern California, that's uh, where you start wearing wetsuits because it's, it, the, the water's cold. But um, there's still surfers and fishermen and all that. But you got Southern California all the way down to Mexico. And you got the inland parts of California. You know, you got the wine country. You've got wide open spaces. You've got, you know, farm, a lot of farmland. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> deserts. A lot of mountains. So there is a lot of California to be had. That's why it might take us a couple days to get to you. But in that case, we do have mediums on staff. Excuse me. Okay. In that case, we do have mediums on staff who can phone you and talk with you about what may or may not be going on. And in the case, if it is paranormal, they can settle the energy down until we can get out there. But it never takes us more than one or two days to get out there. Okay. If you're watching for Facebook today, and a lot of you are, please be sure to hit that follow button if you haven't done so already. Um, we, uh, we here at California Haunts Radio, <clears throat> we're always looking for followers. And also, you know, show us some love. Give us a thumbs up. You know, give us a happy face and things like that. Because what that does is that puts us in the FYP, and the, which, which Facebook sees, the, the master computers of Facebook see. And it puts us out into the, uh, you know, Internet Netherlands to go out to more people. So anything you can do that way is appreciated. Just like commenting in the chat room tonight, that helps us too. Um, same thing with YouTube. <clears throat> this will clear up in a few minutes. Same thing with YouTube. If you haven't subscribed already, please feel free to do so. It doesn't cost anything. And if you check out our YouTube site, we have more than 800 videos sitting over there. All of this show, different topics. 
I've taken the liberty of, of categorizing a lot of the topics. So you can go directly to what you want to look at. Want to look at cryptids? There's a folder for that. Nancy Matz, she's got her own folder. So there's all kinds of folders over there, all kinds of topics. So I'm always adding stuff. So check it out. Check it out. And if you do like what you hear, again, please be sure to uh, subscribe because we're trying to hit our 1,000 subscriber mark, you know, as soon as we can. We're almost there. We have 225, something like that to go before we hit that 1,000. So I'm really excited about it. Also, same thing. Show us some love. Show us some thumbs up. Show us some heart. Show us some happy faces. And uh, do chat in the chat room. I see Marisa's in the chat room. Welcome. And uh, that helps us. That puts us out with, with into YouTube's FYP. And so that gets us out to more people. Maybe you're sitting at home tonight. I mean, it is a holiday week, right? Maybe you're sitting at home tonight with your family and there's other people in the house. And Nancy and I get going and talking and you like what you hear. And call people in the room. Check us out. Or send people the link to share the show. Share it, please share the show because we're just trying to get the word out and get spread out a little bit more. Okay, if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook at California Haunts Radio, California Haunts, California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team, California Haunts Ghostly Events. You can find us at the Sacramento Sears, S E E R S. That is the page for our psychics. Uh, Instagram, I'm Ghosty Gal, it's all lowercase. <coughs> TikTok, I'm Cal I'm under California Haunts. At Twitter, I've been giving you the wrong handle. My bad. It's Cal Haunts on Twitter. I had it backwards. And it's California Haunts on Twitch. So that's easy enough how to find this. Anyway, with the upcoming new year, you know, looming. I mean, I'm but I mean this year wasn't as bad a year as the year before. I can honestly say that. So I'm I'm still happy to get this year out of here. But going out like like I've had this cold for a few days. There's been a couple other medical things going on with me the last few days. I didn't want to end it like on this. All right. So I'm going to give you a quick update too. tomorrow night. We're hoping to go out to the theater of lights in old Sacramento. That's the last night they're, the, 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 that they're doing it and uh, shoot that live for you guys. But it is supposed to rain tomorrow. So I don't know, but if it clears up by, you know, six, 6 PM Pacific or seven 30 PM Pacific tomorrow, then we're going to be out there. And I'm not looking at a lot of crowds, especially, especially with the rain like it is. So hopefully that works out and we can get out there. In the meantime, tonight after this show, give me till about 8.30 p.m. Pacific, and we're going to do something fun. Okay, I'm going to be doing it from YouTube, so I will be sending you guys, you know, put, I'll be putting a link on Facebook and everything for people to come on over. But we're going to have another fun night, like when like the nights I was decorating the uh, the gingerbread houses. Okay, we're, we're going to have another fun night like that. I think it's going to be with my, my brand new light bright that my niece got me for Christmas. So, yeah, so we're going to be doing that tonight over there in the big studio. I see we have new people in here. Let me see what we got. All right. I think we got Reese in there. Lacey's in there. I can't see very well with my glasses. Um, <clears throat> I don't wear them normally. Uh, it's usually contacts. So I'm having an issue with an eye. So I'm having to wear my glasses. And like most people that have contacts, what do I do? I put my con I, I wear the contacts all day. The glasses go on at night, right? That's, that's all they're for. So they're not really set up for daily wear. To be perfectly honest, because they're old, you know, I don't need them. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't need them at night. So there you have that. Like yesterday, I apologize. There was no sound on the on the show. I had no idea. Couldn't read the comments, and so I had no idea until after the show. And then I went ahead. And if you guys are interested in that show, I did redo the show. So there is it is over at YouTube right now. I did it from ten thirty to eleven thirty last night and did a complete redo on it for you guys because there was no audio, and I apologize for that. Something had gone wrong. Okay, that being said, let's bring Nancy in and get this started. And I'll have one more day after this. Uh, I can uh, 
wearing my Santa cap and my Hawaiian shirt. So that'll be Sunday, and uh, <clears throat> then we're back to normal. So here we go. Let me bring Nancy in. So the holiday season's over, and you're going to be pulling out your holo your uh, Hawaiian pattern shirts again, huh? <laughs> That's it. We're going to do Aloha on Friday. Yeah, we're starting that up again. That's how we start the <laughs> well, this new one's, year. This one's Aloha. I mean, you know. Is it? It's a surfing. Yeah, it's an Aloha surfing Santa. Okay. See? Oh, that's right. Hello. Yeah. So I have like four different like styles of Aloha surfing surf Santa too. Okay. Okay. Um, but I gotta get. A... I but I gotta get Grogu set up here. He's got one of those horns. You know, for the New Year's. Oh yes, 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 yes. I'm afraid of it, man. What if he starts to like right in my ear? That would really suck, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> I tell you, you have more problems with these shows getting. <laughs> you know, you gotta love it, right? You gotta love it. All right, yeah, so we're yeah. talking about the lives of ghosts. How before we do that, how are things going with Nancy through the holidays? And then we're here. Actually, I got together with my family, kiss up some babies, and I think that's mm -hmm. all. I eat way too much. The kids all bake cookies for grandma, and I brought them home, and my husband goes, "No, <laughs> no more, more cookies, more cookies." So it's been a good one. I've been luckily enough not to have caught the bug from my family. And I think you caught yours. You told me you caught it from your family. Yeah. Your ga the family well, gathering. At the gathering. Home. Yeah. The gathering. The gathering. We don't know who gave it to you. And, no. and children bring the bugs and they get, <clears throat> let me kiss grandma. I'm going, <laughs> but anyway, this is kind of a part three. Um, right. That we talk about poltergeists and how they affect us and ghosts. Uh, the lives of ghosts. I the reason I picked that unusual topic is that there's different kinds of ghosts and they have a life of their own. So lives implying uh, life, like us who wear these meat jackets, like lack of a better word, our spirit was in us and then pass over those uh, spirits to <laughs> have damaging lives, uh, regrets. All kinds of reasons. I'll approach a, a, quite a few tonight. Um, so I'm going to talk about ghosts and hauntings and a few things. Mm -hmm. And I've done how many ghost investigations for Shar? I mean, I think two or three years back, you said 40. And I know I've done a few more, plus other groups. And, yes. um, and clients every day. I'm always talking <laughs> about someone's house or whatever. And I've been right. exposed, luckily been exposed. <laughs> oh my gosh uh luckily uh even in my life i'll meet somebody up i was talking to a gal in the street one day uh oh she came to the front door we were visiting and all of a sudden her father showed up it wasn't a ghost he was a spirit person and i looked at him and i said well let me see more of you and i just knew it was her father and i thought oh in my mind i said to him oh hello <laughs> and i see these people everywhere and I don't know mm -hmm. why sometimes I could be somewhere and not see anybody. But then this woman shows up at my door. Hello, how are you? I'm visiting. Yeah. And then next to her is the father. And I, I thought to myself, okay, he showed up. He showed up very strong. And uh, I need to describe him. And I, I said very gently, I know we don't talk too much. And I don't want everybody to know my neighborhood. Uh, but I can see ghosts in your eyes. I'm real big. And I says, I have to tell you, your father's standing next to you. And she, uh, her father was a slight built man, not big. She's a bigger a woman, my size, not bigger, about five, five versus he's five, eight or nine. And I described him. She says, I, I can't believe it. Does he have his glasses on? I looked at him. I said, did you wear glasses? And all of a sudden he's forming the glasses on his face. And I'll be talking about that because they will 
forget certain parts of them because they do. So he had mm -hmm. been dead for a while. And then a week later, I saw her in the street. Oh, hello, Rebecca. How is it? We talking? It's wonderful, wonderful. And the short, heavy woman shows up, stands next to her. I said, well, this is becoming a problem. <laughs> and the man standing on the other side of my friend was someone that they were wearing. And I says, you know, um, your friend here, she says, oh, I told him about you. I go, you did? Well, wow, wow, wow. I says, well, then grandma is showing up. And she says, what grandma? And the grandma lifted her arms and went flap, flap. <laughs> <laughs> and she was really round, flapping her arms like this in the air, and the and the skin underneath were just flapping away. She and she put her hands to her face. She says, "Oh my God, I know who it is." And I said, "Well, I can't make that up. You know, you you go to a place and thinking how many grandmas would come up and flap their arms in the air." I, I and she knew exactly who she was. And then she got me aside and she said. I desperately wanted to hear from my father. He's been gone and I had I don't know how to feel him. And the one time I really come up to your door, because I'm working, I'm doing life, you know how we do. And we'd see each other, but not at the door. She come up visiting me. And this man shows up. She says, I was desperately sad because I felt like he hadn't wasn't happy when he passed. And he was mm -hmm. happy. And he said some things that confirmed. And she says, the other person who helped raise me, the one the love parent was my grandmother. And she came up flapping her arms. And I go, I know, right? <laughs> and it was a wonderful moment. But these were not ghosts. These are spirit people. And spirit people will show me more. Ghosts that they're stuck. And so this is where I'm starting. And I'm going to talk uh, a few pages. <laughs> you know, I spent three hours typing all this up. And then because I enjoyed doing this, uh, I got on YouTube and I looked up uh, movies that everybody could see um, and they're uh, prior to my generation couple but they're still fun there's so many movies out now with ghost spirits CGI and some of it's just a story but the ones I picked to share with you and one of them is Nicole Kidman and the movie Others that is a, a real situation and even though it's fictional I have seen that because mm -hmm. I've seen and been told, Nancy, how are you doing this? This is multiple timelines. And I call them timelines, the layering, I call it, where spirits aren't aware of anybody else except for in their own little capsulated area, spirits and ghosts. Mm -hmm. So I want to, Shar, did you have something to say before we start with this? Did you I did. And you made me laugh when you talked about this meat suit, when you said the meat suit. <laughs> I had this. Um... You have to think about that way, I guess. Well, I had this character uh, for a teacher back in in uh, junior high school, and yep. Mexican man, really gruff kind of guy. And what he called us is it wasn't it wasn't meat soup, but what he called us was pieces of diseased meat. Bar meat. <laughs> yeah, that's time. what he called us. Pieces. In fact, if my sister's listening, she'll know who I'm talking about because she had him. And the, the man used to call us pieces of of diseased meat. Oh. Hmm. So when I you said a, that. I brought it back. I had a um, physician's assistant when I lived somewhere else. And she said, we're just ooey gooey meat held together yeah. by our spirit. And I absolutely yeah. agree. We're wearing this jacket, this meat jacket, just for the experiences of this lifetime. And like I said, I got in this 33 years ago. 
and I've always been this way, but I never believed anything. <laughs> oh, I can, I'm making something up, but you get every day something's happening. And I, and I do want to say, I am not always right. And then please, I have to be humble because the minute you get your head out there and think you're so wonderful, absolutely not. And I did say something last time, and I'm trying to think real quick what was, I think it was about a child. I might have mentioned here. Sometimes I'll say something and uh, I'll write up, and then later on I'll have thoughts, oh, I should have added this. So I want you to know, everybody, that in the moment of preparing, we only have an hour. And so I have to say a lot quick. And there's some things, and a, a gentleman maybe who I talked to on Wednesday may be listening and made a comment, and I'll say it briefly. I'm in this uniform, this jacket, this body for this lifetime. And um, it's not always been good to me. <laughs> Pretty bad sometimes. Yet I know why I became this person. I chose this life. And I've had oodles and oodles of reason to believe in reincarnation. Um, so I don't think this is a one-time shot. But doing mm -hmm. this, I want to be really careful. I don't hurt anybody's feelings. When I'm doing what I'm doing, I connect to people by my life force. And mm -hmm. I told people, if you want to do this, be sure that you're healthy. I was an ex exercise person. So I'm muscular. And I think at times we don't think about how our body moves our life force about. Mm -hmm. And so at my age, I'm able to do this. I'm 75. And I love it every time. But I want to be cautious. This is your belief. Numerology and astrology. I have friends I desperately care for girlfriends that's what i mean and and of course we'd love each other after knowing someone for so long and numeral astrology is part of their survival tools for this lifetime but when i'm doing what i'm doing i can't feel that i can mm -hmm. feel the moon and we've been it's been proven women have more babies on the moon and more crimes done on moon night too but when i do this this is all i am i can't measure that and if you trust that and it makes your life better and easier, by all means. But I do what I do and I can't incorporate that into what I do. Now, I have a couple decks of tarot. And one time I thought I would try it. Um, I, I gave up immediately. And I got the tarot decks because the artwork's so beautiful. <laughs> but I couldn't feel. I couldn't feel anything off the cards. Because when I blend my life force with somebody, I instantly become them. And this young man the other day knows that I became his brother. Otherwise, how would I know so much about the man? So, um, but anyway, I just really care about this show. And I love Sharp for letting me be on. And I want to be uh, the teacher for you people li living out there wanting to do this. I hope that you get more from it. Uh, one more thing before I start on my channel, Nancy Met Psyche. As soon as I get a number on Sharp's show that, I'll be, you know, I have a number. So um, please come and watch. I'm going to start clips of all the sessions of sessions I've done in the past. And I have um, probably 15, 20 years worth of copies of cassette tapes and uh, MP3s to go through. Unbelievable. I, I have told a friend of mine, I said, what do I do with these if I pass away? And I've had a couple of people say, I'll take them. And I go, what are you going to do with them? You know, I have literally all these hard drives of MP3s and probably four or five hundred cassette tapes are the best. So if you want those, listen to those. This is not the Shar show. This is little clippets, about 10 to 15 minutes 
of sessions. Mm -hmm. So sign up over there too. Okay, so we're going to start out talking the lives of ghosts. Are you sensing a ghost, a spirit guide, um, or an angel person? I have seen an angel. Um, I saw an angel probably in 92, 93. And it was the only, one in a few times. And it was in a, a 1965, 70 home. And they have those curved archways between rooms. Um, and this angel showed up to a gentleman named Cliff. And it was from the floor to that archway, which was pretty tall, probably eight feet. And it was all white. And I'd had the sense of, of a familiar, like a female. And she looked at him and then looked at me, the sense of it, because I couldn't tell the face. And she said, tell him, I was in his life when he was 12 and 22. His mother died when he was 12. And when he was 22, he was in college and he was struggling through a class that he needed to be able to graduate. And she says, I was with him in that school, that environment. I was helping him. And only he would have known that. No way I could make. No, And I didn't know when his mother died. I knew she passed away. But it happens to a lot of people. My father got killed when I was six. Do I tell everybody? Not really. But it happened and it was part of life. So as I talk about this and all the sessions I've had, rarely do I see an angel. Is it because that's the path I'm on to help you on a mundane level? Uh, there was some lady I was listening to the night. She was talking about all the, the glorious angels and guides and people in the universe and all the archangels by names that I'm going lost. I'm lost. It, they're out there. I can't address that because that's a topic I can't talk. But I have seen at least one angel, maybe two more over these 33 years. Um, when you ask for guidance, I caution you to make sure you're aware of whom you're talking to. This came up some months back and someone wrote or got back to me. I'm, I'm glad she said it this way. And of course I would. I would take a lot of time thinking about everything I say, even though I only have an hour and allow less. Ghost, uh, a true ghost, will take any role you want or need to get the attention. So I want you, when you're asking for guidance and you're and a set of prayer, if you call it that, or meditation. I, I particularly like my vehicle. It's warmer. The windshield, you know, it just feels quieter than the house. Not that the cats bother me, but I, we all have that one little place. I could even drive somewhere, and I relax in the car, and I sense who's around me because the car um, is quieter, and I like that. Um, and so when you get to the place you're asking for help, I want you to make sure you know who you're talking to and you want proof. You want a hug. You want them pushed next to you. And as I get older, I think uh, I want to wear the same perfume to see my family. Because when I'm a spirit person, I want to smell that. I want them to smell me as I am. And uh, they gave me some perfume. The kids did. And I'm going to wear it every time I'm around them so they remember grandma's uh -huh. smell. <laughs> and Char knows about this very good. Uh, because we don't want a ghost person to have the need to feel important with you. Mm -hmm. So I, as I said, this angel person showed up. Your spirit people are there. Absolutely. I see them all the time. <laughs> and if you want that guidance, make sure they're the ones showing up. If it's an angel person, I can't address that. Would you know an angel person versus a spirit guide? The people in the room, there was 35 people I was reading that night. No one saw but me, the angel person. But I told Cliff what this person looked like. 
angel person. And that's what he needed. Would he have accepted only his mother to show up or would he take the guidance from an angel? Possibly if it was a mother, she showed up as that angel. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. They can be felt. Ghosts, absolutely. And they can be sensed. And, and uh, I use this example, and I think I'll say it tonight. Say I'm in my house, and all of a sudden I have this really heavy, dreary feeling coming over me. And I don't know if someone died in this house, but the last one did. And this woman died in the house of cancer, and I had her bedroom. And there was times when I felt uh, her ghost. And I did talk to her. Um, one day she rushed up to me as in a huff, like this. And I went, okay, wait a minute, this is my house now. I'm going to decorate, I'm going to paint it, um, and I'll take care of it. Thank you very much. I felt her leave. It was the push, the anger, the frustration that she died so young. Uh, I barely think she was 55, 60 at the most. And to have her life taken and the heaviness. So you can feel that. She was not a spirit. She was a ghost. And once I figured that out, I said, oh, no. And you have to say, you have to think to yourself, these are ex-human beings. Would you let that person, a ghost person, materialize in front of you? And you look at it and go, what are you doing in my home? What are you doing in my life? And what are you doing giving me advice? These are people. You look at them and deal with them as people. And I told her, I was, I was very firm. I don't ever get angry. I says, well, wait a minute here. And so the spirit can stay, the ghost cannot. And that's because they have needs. And if they're here, like she was, she had unfinished business. She was very good at her business. And uh, Rebecca knew her, and we talked about it. And she says, oh, my God, how do you know her? What, what she just rushed up to me, and she was all the huff. She was angry that I was in her house. She says, oh, my gosh, she was so difficult to get along with. <laughs> she says, you described her perfectly. And I says, well, that's, you know, as I tell people, if I see a person, that person's either going to be standing there and I can see it, or they're not going to be there. If I put mm -hmm. a judgment and say, oh, I hope someone's going to be there, then I'm going to block it. I'm just allowing. Okay, so they can be sensed. Like I said, they can rush right up to you. Uh, you they can touch you. Like this woman brushed up to me. I went, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't like that. And I told her that. Maybe she thought she would push me and scare me. Away. Well, I don't ever get scared. <laughs> can't, the ghost can't and have walked through people without even realizing it. So you could have gone somewhere and done something and all of a sudden, like that. Or you're going to go, oh, well, I've just been touched. Like you see on a lot of the ghost shows. I've been touched, scratched. Well, please, you're just amusing those ghost <laughs> you say back off leave me alone hey, real quick we have a question in the chat room what is the difference between a ghost and a spirit well that's what we're talking about a spirit person is somebody who's emotionally healthy at passing over they they're satisfied to a greater degree than a ghost has been and the woman and this is example my mother passed away in 09 and she had an illness, but she lived a pretty good life. She was very satisfied. Now, she was very spiritual. And I had entertained and talked to a lot of her friends that proved to her survival. She knew I wouldn't make it up. So she was comfortable with the idea that she would have another. And her last words, not the exact last words, but before she went in the coma, was, I'm off to my next big adventure. What a wonderful statement to say. 
So when she became a spirit person, she was flitting around. Uh, my mother's side of the family, American Indians, and she was a petite woman, but black hair and black, very, very, very dark hair uh, and dark eyes, uh, very, very darkest brown possible. And she popped in between my husband and I, and our, I was, what car was it? I think it was a truck. Almost, mm -hmm. I screamed, and Larry, my husband almost ran off the road. I said, Mom! <laughs> she says, Hello! And I go, I just loved it. And one time she showed up on the stage when I was entertaining Sierra Vista. It was a past life aggression group. I was about ready to set it up to a past life aggression and for all these people. And she shows up on next door to me, and she was just radiant, just radiant. And she had those black eyes and black hair. But she had long, long eyelashes. She was very petite, 103 pounds at the heaviest in her life. And she was just radiant. She just was very happy. With Rebecca on the state on the porch and her grandmother, there mm -hmm. they walk up because they know they can. I can see, and they're so happy. Oh, I'm just going to get recognized, my daughter. And they're not desperate. They're not crazy. Um, a ghost person passes over, and they go, "Oh shit, I'm going to pass. Oh man, I'm going to go to hell. I'm going to have people beat me up on the other side because I was an asshole." I, oh, my God, I never finished my career. Oh, I wasn't a good parent. I, I, I was a mother, and I never gave it nurturing. Oh, I was a father and neglected. I ran away from my family. Oh, I was addicted to caffeine. I was addicted to caffeine. My, I was addicted to alcohol or cigars. And these spirit people, I was going to put it, tell you, talk about being scared. I don't get scared, but I get, ah. Oh. So I go to the, a mall. I was almost said, where? <laughs> you will sue me. I went to this mall and uh, the shops. I don't do it very often. Once every blue moon, like six, ten months, you know, I go out outside of my own area, and they had a smoke shop, right? And it was full of ghosts. There were ghosts in there. And there was ghosts outside. They can't smell, but you know what they do is they watch other people, other men, mostly men. Uh, I don't see too many women with cigar or pipe. That's what they sell, mostly smoke shops, right? And these men would light up the cigar on the outside or the cigarette mm -hmm. or cigar. And these spirit ghosties would hover around this man and, and try to pretend they're taking that puff. Oh, I, I did mention that maybe this will have to show number four, but next week I want to do something else, but we'll talk about this. Addictions. Hello, everybody. If you have an addiction, guess what you may miss when you become a spirit person? You die, you come back, you go, I can't leave. I love food too much. I want to live in a bakery. I want to sell, I'll watch everybody else eat. I told, uh, months back, I told this gentleman, took me out to dinner, Cliff. We, we were good friends. This was baby. And we went out to a restaurant because we were going to see a movie or something. And the restaurant was full of people, spirit, ghost peoples. And they were watching us eat. And this couple came up, it was a very large woman and a very skinny husband. And she was leaning over watching what I was eating. I look at her and says, excuse me, this dinner is private. I thought she was going to die all over again. She Because <laughs> they love it so much. Addictions, regret. I wish I had been a better person. I wish I would love my children. Or I did better at my work. I wish I hadn't been a thief. Anything that will hold you back from enjoying the life that you're experiencing, not lessons, not punishment and experiences, so that when you go over 
you can plan your next life. And people say to me, well, Nancy, I'm never going to come back again. I go, excuse me. You know what people, spirit people tell me? They love our flesh. Excuse me. <laughs> they love being in these jackets we're wearing. You know why? Hugs, eating, smelling. I, I own the fact I drink half and half, half decaf of butter. And my son gave me coffee that's delivered once a month for five months. All different smells. I love coffee. And you'd be surprised how many spirit people say, this one guy says to me, tell my daughter, I miss her, but would she have a cup of coffee for me? She used to come over in the morning, and he was a spirit person, not a ghost. But she, a loving gesture, she would make coffee and would wake him up when he was alive and come down, and she'd have that, sec, that cup of coffee sitting there for him. Immediately when I said that, she burst into her. She says, how would you know something like that? Go, what do you mean? I just listened to him. I take no credit here. <laughs> Luckily, my ears are good. So that is a great deal uh, level of, de of regret. I wish I had. Um, I did get my eyes fixed, everybody. I'm much better. I'm doing this because I, I need to see the screen. But I would like to be able to read very quickly. I do it on the screen. So one of the things they're fixing is so I can read all the books I have. And I'm so excited because I don't want to become a spirit person and regret all the books that my I inherited from my grandmother. Some are very, very old. And Shar and I have talked about this. And I'm going to start reading like, not not like Shar. These are different. We're not going to be in competition with each other. But just amazing to me to think I can read. And that's important because I don't want to be a spirit person and say, gosh, I can't go back to that life and get hold of my grandmother's books. Okay. Um, so ghosts, uh, spirit people, you can see them. And very clearly. Now, the gentleman on the porch, uh, what kind of glasses you wear? And also, I saw him create wire glasses. And she says, yeah, that's what he wore versus big plastic ones like these or other kinds. Mm -hmm. It was uh, metal. And uh, and usually, which is kind of strange, um, they're, I don't know how he do this, but I can see color. Uh, and spirit person, I don't know how they can create color unless they think it. And some colors are harder for me to see than others. Like a gray could be a blue. Uh, but I can get close enough. Ghosties, pff, color is very hard. They're either gray or uh, very light in color. Rarely can I see a color. Uh, they do remember their hair color. And that seems to be something they remember. Because they combed their hair. Even if they're in a single asylum, combing their hair, they can remember that. Um, so they can be seen, but not usually in full form. I'll, I'll have to look at them and ask them, what else do you, can you show me? And I will give you an example. Um, so I lived in the country for a long time, uh, and I love socks, but I cannot tell you what pair of socks I wore yesterday. What color? And I have all kinds of colors. Uh, used to be runners. So I'm used to having dozens and dozens of pairs of socks. But if I said to you, last Monday, can you tell me what pair of socks you had or even what pair of shoes you wore? Can you imagine being a ghost person and after a year, two, three, four, five, can you remember what you wore? People forget. So a lot of times I won't see from the knees down. Sometimes I won't see their hands because it's not important anymore. Uh, I'll get half a face. I, I was telling the Shar, I don't know if I brought on the show, I think I did, when I lived in... Um, off of Black Mountain, Hornbrook, California, I was coming down to the valley to go to Wairika to shop. 
And I was coming up on this curve in the road, very windy little valley up there. It's wonderful. Char lived up there too. And across the road, and of course I had my glasses on so I could see, I saw a pair of waist, um, belt, and blue jeans from the down. And it was a cream color, uh, Blanche color. And I says, oh, there's a ghost. And he's walking across the road. And I slowed my vehicle down to let him pass. And he was just going across the road. So here's a ghost. How old? Very thin. You know, 100 years ago, people were thinner. Absolute people were thinner in the 60s. and the 50s and 60s. And uh, we never saw larger people. So you can back up another 50 years, um, even into the 1800s and 1900s early 1900s, farmers were probably slim people. This was a very slim man. And he had a routine. So he's either a ghost because he can't get away from his own property, or he failed, failed, he, uh, failed doing the job and he's staying with it. This walk was of a younger man, not an older man. Large stride, so he's probably tall. That's all I can remember. But I was so excited that I forgot to see what corner it was. And I was like, I gotta remember this. Like, <laughs> you don't see him like that. This out walking around and so I tried to remember where it was and I never got to see him again because I forgot where it was I was so excited I went right by it. and I looked and I, all I could see was waist down so they cannot see always because they forget um, when asked to describe a spirit I will ask to see their shoes or hair as I just mentioned or show me the glasses he she used to wear to satisfy the client I am talking to the one they are wanting to show up now that's another thing spirit people don't always, you want them to show up? Well, let me think here. How many times have they shown up? Well, I do have to call them after we start talking. I always ask my people, would you do me a favor and ask for them? Spirit people can be asked to show up. Absolutely. What dreams may come is a good example. Uh, Robin Williams, when he was able to flitter from one child to the next or from one place to another, he all he had to do was think of it. So that's mm -hmm. how it is. But ghosts are different. Ghosts don't show up because you want them to. They are already there. And if you're not mm -hmm. careful, they'll never leave you alone. And I don't want to be possessed. Hello, get away from me. If I see a ghost in someone's home, I talk to it. And not always with a client. No. I said, what are you? Who are you? And all I see is a lump of colors, a nondescript light color. And I've done this with Shara. I go the investigation with her and I go, oh, my God, there's a ghost right here. And sometimes they clump to a wall or they're going to the same hallway up and down, up and down. There's pattern to them. And I would have it in here uh, when go to a sane asylum. Can you imagine what I have seen when I've done the Allegheny a sane asylum? I don't know with Sharp, but I know there was a couple other people. Um, I've been George, George Lopez of uh, Port Paranormal or might have been Bob. Mm, can't remember. But uh, when I went there, I was telling them what door to turn into. And I says, look straight up in the corner. There's a, a ghosty there. Ghosty, I'll call it ghosty so I'm not, you know. And they looked up and they got the cameras out, everything, everything. And what I see is a clump. And sometimes when spirit is a ghost person is very old. They will forget. Remember I said what color sock do you wear the other day? They forget, right? And so after a while, they forget what their body looks like. They forget what their face looks like. Sometimes I can just see a little bit of them. Sometimes I'll see enough to know it's a man or woman. And if I can, which not a lot of people want me to, I'll say, and why are you here? You startle them. You go, well, come on now. 
Let's let's how how long you been here, honey? <laughs> Talk like a grandma. Sympathy, compassion, and sincerity. Sometimes you can wake them up, and that's what it takes. They need to be awakened. And that a lot of times, Shara and I've talked about. I don't want to go over because I'm going to be in trouble. The people, there's nobody that will love me over there. Well, yeah, you'll be loved. Absolutely. Um, so with that, spirits will say, when I call them, they'll show up. Um, let's see. When I describe the spirit, they'll either show up like they look like in a picture in your home or how they were in a casket. That's what that's very uh, startling when I describe. Oh, that's what they wore when we buried them. Oh, you did. Okay, but sometimes spirit peoples will show me an old picture because they don't like the way they looked when they died, disfigurement, or injuries, or disease, or aging. Ghosties, excuse me, they'll show up every which way. If they're stuck, and I'm going to bring up something very difficult, so I want you to think about this. Um, ghosts will show up as they were. And so if they're killed, shot, suicide, whatever you've done to yourself, disfigurement or injuries, they will carry that as a badge of honor. I died this way. I deserve it. And a lot of times when I've seen that, I've had to be really careful how I talk to people. Um, and I'll just briefly, I don't think this woman is listening, but this happened to me. So this woman was in Iraq. And the Jeep in front of them blew up. Well, one of her best friends, a group of like eight people. And they had breakfast and they went on the trail together, the road. And of course, that was a terrible time when people were getting killed left and right. So she saw me in Sierra Vista. I saw me in, uh, I live in Sierra Vista. I drove to Tombstone, Arizona. I had a little shop. And they found me. And this, she walked in. I can't ever believe this is amazing to me. This guy was a ghost. And when he was attached to her, and the reason was is that she picked up all his body parts. So when he walked mm. in, can you imagine a jigsaw puzzle? Now vision a person, and all I saw was these rips and tours, and he was trying to keep his body together because she created in her mind every day, every moment of seeing all his body parts. And it's been known that mortuary people who go overseas, they come back with PTSD. Can you imagine picking up body parts? and putting them together to send them home. Well, this girl did this, and she wasn't mortuary. She was his friend. And he talked, and she walked in, and I says, oh, oh, you, you're going to talk about somebody who got killed overseas, aren't you? And he come in, he had these rips all over him. And I, mm -hmm. and I talked, and I said, it looks like he got blown up apart, and she almost had a heart attack on me. She says, how do you know? I says, because he's standing right there. And so sometimes when we have to be very careful car accidents or a, a terrible injury from a, a rudder of a boat, and these are things that happen that people have talked to me about, blown up overseas or shot up. If you see that person, you create them to be stuck to you because you're holding on to them so tight. You have to have a big look at them, remember them before the accident. So I told her, I says, he wants you to think of them at breakfast. Remember? And she didn't know. Like, I'm seeing sitting at the table. He wants me to remember you guys all sitting together. And she says, oh, yeah. I said, did you have a nice breakfast? Yeah. And the minute she was smiling, 
all those rips were being dissolved. She was going to be happier because he was being happier. Now he could break through, break loose and go on. And he probably, Mm -hmm. he wasn't going to be a ghost because she released him. That's very hard for us to hear. Um, Unfortunately, I got hold of my father's death certificate a long time ago. And I remember reading it and thinking, oh, man, I can't do this. I can't do this. I don't want to think of him this way. You have to think of him differently. Um, When I saw him as a six-year-old, he showed up one night. And he was beautiful. He was absolutely one piece. And he had this halo around him. And I remember thinking, you look there. I was six years old, almost seven. I thought, what what am I looking at? Oh, it's dad. How? Wow, you look good. You look pretty. To me, as a child, I would see something like that, right? And I think that's what he... Okay, Virgil, I did reply, yes. We're going to hold off any questions until the end of the show so Nancy can get through this part of it. I see a a couple questions in the chat room, but just continue Oh, my gosh, are we going to make... Are we going to make this a part two, a part three? Um, okay, so... We'll just, we'll just keep rolling. It don't matter. Just, you know. What time is your show, though? What you're going to do later? Not until 8.30. Oh, not until 8. Yeah, so we're... <laughs> <laughs> so we All have right. to... Remember, I'm trying very carefully to tell you something, everybody. When we know of someone being hurt and damaged and then they die, you don't want to think of them in the bed after a terrible surgery and they don't survive. You don't want to think of them after a car accident. You don't want to think of them in a plane crash. You don't want to think of them hit by a propeller. You cannot do that. You have to think of them before everything and know that they are whole but in spirit form because the flesh is nothing. You know, the flesh just goes away. They are happy, okay, and they're not in pain. So in some ways that's very difficult for me because people call and they want answers and they want to know how that person died. I um, did tell the story, and I'll tell again. Uh, Rockland Cemetery, Kathy Pert asked me to do a cemetery tour. And I said, well, I'd love to, you know, someone's going to show up. I'm going to be able to talk to them, right? And so we showed up. Uh, before I showed up, I said, Pat, Kathy, would you do me a favor and find somebody who has history? Because I'm going to see people. I want to make sure that there's someone there that I can validate. Or if someone's supposed to show up, a spirit person, maybe family needs to be there. If someone comes, then all works out. Well, anyway, I was walking, and all of a sudden, this fellow grabbed, didn't grab me, but rushed out to me, and a handsome young man, you know, I don't know, 40 or 50, and he says, tell, tell them I did not commit suicide. The road was wet, and I slipped into the ditch, and it killed me. I, okay, so I turned around and told Kathy I was telling loud enough, and the mother was there, and she said, oh, he killed himself. I said, he, he said it was raining. And she said, it was the middle of June. It was dry. And I says, listen, I'm just here giving you the message. Well, guess what? She didn't believe me. Well, about a week later, Kathy called me up. They had found it. It had rained that night. And that's what they needed to hear. She didn't believe me. But you remember, I just, an instrument. I just listen. I can't, I can't <laughs> ignore somebody when they're yelling at me. Tell them I didn't kill myself. Okay. <laughs> It's all right. And that's very important because maybe the family saw him damaged and now they're happier. It's very, very important. So the spirit person can look heinous, um, the ghost rather. They can be disfigured depending on their anger. How many people have you seen that got really angry and they start a fight or they're um, just angry people? You know, the scrawl on their face. 
they have furlong or everything's uh, sunken in they're or depressed they could die they are that look and they can get really heinous looking and be all distorted people not me but other people would call them demons because they're so mm -hmm. angry they're so frustrated and those ghosts can be very temperamental yes they can create a poltergeist activity but not a lot because energy is energy they need more energy to create more action remember the movie ghosts in the subway when he learns to kick the can remember how much practice he needed well ghost mm -hmm. not patrick swayze because i don't think he was a ghost ghost um but a real ghost gets stuck on a loop and they're angry and frustrated frustrated they're not going to go out of their way to throw a kitchen cup across the counter mm -hmm. it's like how why would they do that when there's all the nerve mental state they're they're angry at the world the spirit people come honey let's go home i'll take you to heaven come on let's go they can't they're stuck so we would see them as a woman who rushed up to me as turbulent and upset oh that's a demon because look how ugly we we took a picture of her or we felt the energy these are emotionally unwell humans mm -hmm. in spirit form and we call them ghosts. And I told you of a man that died. He was 51 years old. And he wasn't. He had died of a massive heart attack after exercising. Um, and that happens to young people. Yes, absolutely. Um, and a year and a half later, his wife married. And he never left his wife. And he never left hmm. his kids because he was so upset that he died young. And I was telling the people who were talking to me where he was. Um, they're very wealthy and had a really big house. So I was telling this friend, this client, I said, well, if you go up this winding staircase to the top level here, on the left, right after the stairs, is a closet. And across the way, I think, is the master bedroom. He's in that closet, and he looks like uh, um, Lurch from Adam's family. He got, became so angry, upset about his death, that he just stood there and got real thin and sticky. And got shallow looking and his mouth uh, like this. Shar, tell her how accurate I am with descriptions of people's houses. She's very spooky. accurate. It's, a, it, it's spooky and unnerving. Very unnerving <laughs> when she can tell you exactly what the wallpaper is in somebody's <laughs> house. She's yeah. never been into. So this a client said, oh, I believe that you've seen this. You're remote viewing, but you're looking at that ghost. And it's somebody, I will not say his first name. And my client is afraid to say his first name because we don't want to pull that person to us. We don't want to go that next step of possession because if they can't get their way. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you. I, I have that. You're lovely. Okay. Um, okay, so that that could be another show. I did right here. That could be another show. Um, I, I want to keep going. Okay, children, mentioned this last time or when we talked about children. Tell a child to become self-aware and looks in the mirror and knows what their body looks like. When you see clips on TV or people say, oh, this is a child running across a room, you know, who am I to say it's not? I mean, I could be wrong. Why not, right? But mm -hmm. in my world, in my world, a child isn't self-aware until about four. Would they know, oh, I need clothes on? or I need to look this big, or I know what the back of my head looks like. So two, three, four-year-old, maybe a four, maybe, or toddler, 
I have never seen an infant baby or a year old, year and a half old. I've seen small children. Uh, I think I saw a five-year-old being held by the grandmother rocking in a chair. Um, but that child seen himself in a mirror. I really have never seen a ghost child. Never. But that doesn't mean they aren't there. Um, I did see uh, a, a spirit of a child in a cemetery. And Marianne Wellesley, she was there, but she was 11 or 12. Um, but spirit people will rush in and take these little people. So I think that what we see as children are actually ghosts getting your attention by looking like one. Makes sense. Got it? So remember, my truth, I could be absolutely wrong, everybody. But in my world, a child so innocent doesn't know what they look like. And I have actually seen, I saw a woman being murdered. And this woman's dead sister, remember, I'm talking to the family. I said, oh, my God, she's getting beaten up. She's going to do damage to her body. And then I saw this beautiful woman's younger-looking lady. I described her. Reach right into her body and say, you don't have to be here for this. And she grabbed the spirit and just took her out. And they left before she was murdered, in which then he was going to destroy her body. Mm-hmm. So he, she didn't have to be there. And she was an older woman, like 65 years old. And this man was going to have his way with her after killing her. I just can't understand things like that. But anyway, and so the family was jumping around saying, oh, my God, you just described her dead sister. I said, I don't know who it was. I'm, I'm just telling what the person looked like. And they want me to see this so that you know that she, her spirit was taken care of. Got it? Mm-hmm. So with that, the younger the person, especially under four or five at least, how many children you know have that kind of regret that they'll become a, a ghost, especially a three, four-year-old? These babies are grabbed up by the best grandma ever, give all kinds of kisses. They are taken care of. So my impression is, is that when you see children, especially young ones, these are bad people. These are ghosties because they want attention. They want to be noticed. They want to act amazing. Oh, we found somebody. That makes them feel good because they're full of ego. They're full of regret not doing something. So they're trying to be important. My impression, my impression, I could be full of, okay. So until a child becomes self-aware and looked in the mirror and not picked out their own clothes and know what they look like, that they're human, they live, then you got to think there's something else. Um, yes, any any spirit can look at a toy and play. Any spirit can be the size of a child to get your attention. You throw a little ball up, oh, baby, come on, play with me. Oh, got a spooky uh, ghosty nearby. I'll do that for that person. I'll make myself a little, I'll play with them. I'll mislead them. I'll tr- I'll trick them. Hello. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we want to go on. That's my impression, everybody. Um, okay, I got that. Tell experience. That, okay, so I did have a near-death experience. But I don't ever bring it up because it was practically nothing. I had my tonsils out. My mother put me to bed, and she gave me an aspirin. What kind of shock did she have in the morning when I was almost dead or I died. But in the middle of the night, and it's amazing, you'll hear people say this over and over and over, um, when they have their death experience, I can remember every little detail. But I was born in the era, and I was 11 or 12 years old before I, we had a TV. Um, mm-hmm. I was a comic book reader. I had lots and lots. But at a six-year-old, we didn't have TV to talk about death. So I was um, unaware all I know is I, I was all of a sudden standing next to a very tall lady. And I do believe it was my grandmother's mother. 
So was my great grandmother. As I look back, I, she kind of resembled. She had a dress on, and she was. Um, as we get older, we get a little soft around the edges, everybody. <laughs> and I remember holding her hand. And what, you know what I thought? I says, "Who has me? Who is this I'm holding on to?" And a child would that would scare me. Like I didn't want. Who are you? And then I looked around. And I couldn't see anything. And I thought, well, she's got my hand. I'll stand here because I all I see was white. I didn't see anything. And she says, you can't come with me. And I thought to myself, I don't want to go with you. <laughs> what, who is this? And all of a sudden she pointed down. And like a window opened up, a, the cloud opened up. And I saw a fountain at the house we lived in. It was a duplex. A fountain in the front. And it was a beautiful fountain. And it was water in it. And there's two little kids playing. And she says, you can't stay. You have to go back for them. Who's them? I had no idea. Both of them were darker hair, not blondes. My sister was blonde, white hair. I knew it wasn't Bonnie and I. And I had no idea what that was about. Now, these many years later, it was my grandchildren. Absolutely. You know, but I had no idea. And so I would say, if your child's not self-aware at six, how in the world could it be self-aware to be that? I had no idea what was going on. I was absolutely baffled. So I think that the years we live in, the kids playing all these shoot 'em up, kill 'em shows on TV and all these kinds, of, yeah, six year old now probably understand right. that. But I didn't. Um, and so at some point, I think over the ages, as we learn more and more, I would love to be able to tell people, God, this is only such a short trip. I can't believe how old I am. I have so much more to do, you know. Um, it's been a fast trip, but a lot of things happened. You have to look at the totality of why you think you picked this life. And Shar and I were going to do a show. Why did you pick this life? Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's one for next trip. Uh, next week, I was going to do uh, anchors. Why? What are? What is the big events in our life that we would call anchors? And can we change it? And is there free will? So I'm going to call the show anchors, but it depends how much I get done tonight. So pay attention. I mean, we'll pay attention to time here. Um, if a ghost is in turmoil long enough, it will lose a shape and lose their desire for searching or whatever kept them locked on Earth's surface. This will close in, in on itself. And I spoke of this earlier. You can still get an EBP, even a troubling one. Mum, mumbling, mumble, mumble, or moaning. Ooh, because they're so wrapped into the self, they've given up. And all they can think about is whatever caught them in this loop. Um, they can attach themselves, I spoke this earlier, to a ceiling, piece of furniture. That's a little thrifting, everybody. <laughs> Buy that used bed, why don't you? <laughs> and I did a ghost investigation. This couple said, you know, Ruth, sorry, we got this bed. It's not been very good. I go in there. And all I see, no matter, I could see the mattress, but I saw the man lying on the rope underneath. You know, sometimes you get bed mattress and it's from steel. And, you know, oh, no, he saw it the way he remembered it. And he was laying on ropes. I thought, where's your mattress? Well, he didn't shape, put that in his mind. He was laying there with his arms crossed. What are they doing on my bed? And I said to him, you're dead. What are you doing here? He, he wasn't aware of it. He must have died in his sleep. So mm -hmm. you buy used furniture. Make sure it feels good to you. Don't bring it home. <laughs> and then realize, wait a minute, this doesn't feel good. Because I have a spirit attached to it or a ghost. That's a real story. I tell you, if, I, if those that couple call, sees the show, would you give me a call? And that was in Rockland. 
And it was mm-hmm. one of those big, heavy posted beds with big ropes. This man made a beautiful bed, and he wasn't going—he <laughs> wasn't going to move on because that was his bed. He evidently didn't realize he was dead because I told him, I said, "What are you doing here?" So I, I woke him up. I says, "How long have you been laying here?" Whoa! I says, "Honey." You can leave here. You did a beautiful bed. This young couple is going to treat it really good. Oh, oh. I think his wife got him. I think his wife was there trying to get his attention. He was blind to uh, going on because he loved his bed. Not, not necessarily ghosts because he was communicative right away with me. <laughs> I walked up to him. I said, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, so I did uh, talk of the smoke shop ghost. Um, and mostly men, rarely you do see women, uh, smoking ghost type of thing. Um, so I, with that, I suspect it'd be same as somebody craving alcohol. Um, I, I don't go out. I don't drink. I even had to ask my husband, what's a good term for people or people go other than the word bar. He says, you know, a lot of people call them pubs nowadays, pub, spell it P-U-B. Okay. Slash bar, nightclub. Uh, even restaurants, even um, a bar at a restaurant. Uh, so the same gentleman took me to dinner. We went to show it. Another time he took me to Mexican meal across the boulevard and they had, a, put my home down, a big standalone bar. And um, there were spirits in there. And there was a couple of men who started a fight at the other end of the bar. It was a big sweep, swooping kind of a bar. They're still there. It was a delicious um, restaurant. I love Mexican food. It was across from the Sears Mall, Arden Way. It, Char, is it Arden Fair? It's still there, yes. It's still, still there. there. Mex- yeah. Mexican restaurant across the street is still yeah. there? Yep, still there. Anyway, so they can. the bars can be anywhere. Well, anyway, there was lots of ghosties in there, and they pitted two men against each other because they were fighters. And all of a sudden, everybody started running but me. And Cliff looks at me and says, there's ghosts in here, huh? I go, oh, and they're so interesting. <laughs> they picked a fight with one of these two guys. And Cliff, he says, he sat down. I says, sit down. Just, I'm going to watch him for a minute. We held the whole place to ourselves. <laughs> and we did. Oh, my God. And that was probably 30, see, 25, 30 years ago. So it's been a long time. So that's why I asked mm-hmm. Char, is it still there? Because I've yep. been married now uh, 21, <clears throat> almost 20 years. Huh? That's it? Yeah. It's still there. Okay. okay. I think it's in El Torito um, now. I could be wrong. I think it's El Torito, I think. It was Mexican restaurant there, so I wouldn't yeah, know her name. For it was, uh, originally it was a female name. Was, uh, I forget what it was called originally. I don't Casa know. Maria. It was Casa oh, Maria originally. Oh, that's right. That's what, and, and then it became, really El, good... yeah, then it became El Torito. Uh, yeah, that was a really good restaurant. I remember... The quesadilla, because that's one meal I really like. It was absolutely delicious. Um, so anyway, I talked about ghosts uh, like spirits can present themselves a cloudy, filmy form or partials. Um, and one of the videos I want to bring up is video of the ghosts of Civil War battlefields like Gettysburg. There's a lot of film out there on YouTube. And the, you'll see partials, usually from the rump up, not the legs. Um, and they're forever in the sense of fighting. Oh, shucks. It just really started storming here. Um, okay. Um, and then I want to speak to um, how scary it could be to go to a St. Louis Islands. And 
like I did a ghost investigation and told them where to look. I don't know if I want to tackle the ghost there. I'm not, it's not like I don't want to. I think it would be so exhausting to try to even do one, but you would have to leave the rest of them. Mm -hmm. I do believe, this is my own thought, because we hear of castles in England and around the world where there are ghosts. And there's one mm -hmm. that's a particularly interesting one where a man with a cape has walked out to a balcony and someone had opened the big doors. He goes out there, reaches, and he closes them. And clearly he's wearing clothes for four or 500 years ago. Is he a ghost or is a spirit living there? I don't know. My world, uh, spirits and spirits and their energy, at some point they do wake up. And I have talked to somebody. I've talked to quite a few, but more recent ones. But I remember talking to somebody and they were already waking up. I think it was an investigation. Like I thought, oh, this is a ghost person. How am I going to talk to him? It was really nice and everything. And also they went, who are you? I went, wow. Okay, this guy's awake. Or a woman. And it was one of those um, places. So I know eventually they get tired of, of doing nothing. How many years? I don't know. I can't imagine. America is so new, four or 500 years. Mm -hmm. But um, I, other countries where they're very old. I, um, I think that would be very fun to go to Egypt. And those pyramids and see what I could get. But mm -hmm. I don't know if there'd be ghosts there. Um, don't know. Okay. <clears throat> the lost souls that are attached to walls and ceilings, they are a pulsing blob to me. Almost like the look of water in a pond or a bucket, how it ripples. Mm -hmm. They ripple. And, and they're just round and smooth, a lot of them. And they're all clutched in on themselves. But they're somehow, they're always in motion like energy is always in motion and it's like they are turbulence so to me they're kind of funny look like like a bucket of tar blah, 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 or jello blah, 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 blah. look to me that's what they look like um i've actually seen uh, ghost people strung up against the wall and they make me think they're tall and thin like they stretched out like they try to take the whole door very mm -hmm. spooky so when you walk door by a, a, a door that's open and they're on the the door itself or around the, the enclosure. You could walk next to it and feel up and down and go, wow, that's really odd. Well, that's someone that's standing there really tight like this. Oh, I can't move. I can't move. I don't want to move. I don't want to try to get away. And this is as far as I could go. So you, you kind of have like two different ways of doing it. Um, and they're always unrecognizable if they've been there a long time. So I did talk about hellish car accident on the, uh, Oh, yeah, the hellish car accidents. You don't want to think of people afterward. Um, Highway 50, I lived in Pollock Pines, and I drove Highway 50 going past Placerville, California, Apple Hill, and then Pollock Pines. And I did a lot of entertaining. I did the store sign. Um, Barnes & Noble and Amazon, Amazon didn't have a store then. Barnes & Noble and what was the other one popular in the 90s? Um, two bookstores. And I did a lot of book signing things. And one time I came home and up past Placerville, a storm had lowered itself to the ground, and I didn't know it. And it's called whiteout. I drove a geo storm, small car, blue, light blue. And all of a sudden, my vision was gone. And I was holding a steering wheel, and um, there's a, oh, shucks, I knew I'd forget her name. I should have written it down. Pickler? Pickler is her last name? Jesus Pickler, yeah. Yes, she wrote a 
Jesus, take the wheel. Oh my gosh, I started crying when I heard it. I was holding on to my steering wheel, little sports car, little geo storm. Everybody knows, should know what that looks like. And all of a sudden, the vision was gone. And those are winding roads up there. You cannot escape that. All of a sudden, someone grabbed my wheel and turned it. So when I got home, the next day, I went down when it was clear, back and forth, and I found that spot. If my stairwell hadn't jerked to the left, I would have gone over the cliff. It just so happens to be the same neighborhood where it was reported there had been a terrible accident of a mother and daughter going across country. And she had the accident. She went over the cliff. And people would drive by the area, and they saw a naked woman on the ground. Before they could get back to her, she would disappear. This went on for four or five days. Well, someone finally got it there, a reporter her. I don't know, no cell phones in the mountains, everybody. The police came up and they found the woman had gone over the edge and she was dead, but her little boy was alive. And she was maintaining vigilance over that boy. It just happened to be the same area that I had someone grab my wheel. Talk about the goosebumps. I just got them again. I do feel like spirits, peoples, whether she's lost. I don't want my friends to ask me, who do you think it was? I says, I have no idea, but I was in control. And when Pickler came out with that song, I just could hardly believe it. So that's something you could look up. She, I think it was, um, it was uh, 95 or 96 when I had that event. So I think she died a year or so earlier, 93 and 94. So you could find that. Naked woman on side of road, highway 50, car accident, boy found alive. Something like that. You'll find where I almost had my accident. Um, and it was told that uh, if he had been on that car, he would have died of exposure for one more day. Um, okay. Um, less dense or Johnson. Okay. So this is the fun part. I did some research on movies, everybody. And it's kind of like some are silly, but I want to get really through to them. Okay, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Go ahead, Nancy. Okay. Uh, a few of these I did find on YouTube. Okay. Um, Annabelle, Diane, you don't come into the chat room when there's another psychic on and offer your services. I don't tolerate oh, that no. stuff. And you are thereby blocked. You just don't do that stuff here. So no, I just want to let you know. Absolutely not. That's a no-no. I don't care who it is. It doesn't matter which second is on this show. You don't come in and do that stuff. So yeah, that is a yeah. block. I'm about to boot you out of the room right now. Don't be doing that stuff. All right, go ahead, Nancy. Okay, that's too bad. Yeah. Oh, um, Virgil and Michelle, Pamela, uh, and, Mer and Michelle E. Pamela, mm -hmm. Virgil, Pamela. Where I thought I saw Marissa here. Is she Marissa's here? Oh, here. We got a yeah, lot of here. We got a lot of um, people's here tonight. I hope you're having fun, kids. Um, the ghost and Mrs. Muir. Um, he's really not a ghost. He's a spirit, but she calls him, and he came. So don't mean misled, but clearly he come. He fell in love with her, and I have heard of this before. And I feel like this is a past life connection. Like she was drawn to go to um, the white, the, if you watch movies, wonderful women, women just love it. Um, it's a love story. She goes there and she lives there. She has a housekeeper. 
and he shows up and scares him, scares her. There's a picture on the wall of him, and she falls in love with the portrait, and he shows up. And I have actually seen this happen. I will take a show at one time in the near future and talk about having sex with a ghost, a spirit person. It does happen. You can fall in love. I have some wonderful stories. Um, so I read, I recommend The Ghost of Mrs. Muir, Rex Harris in 1947. A fun, a fun one was Topper. Any Topper movie you can see, they're ghosts. They have unfinished business. And, of course, they go find that banker guy because uh, they feel like they have to help him. And it's very, very fun. Um, have I seen a car accident where they come out of the body like that? I think the actions of them appearing and disappearing and trying to help them is what really does happen. <gasps> oh, my God. What? I just banned the wrong person. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, the next one, I want to, I want to invite it's you to be watch. One of those days. I got the wrong person banned. Actually, uh, Margaret her. Rutherford and Rex Harrison okay. in Blythe Spirit. Yeah, Blythe, B L I T H E Spirit, Shoot. 1944 or 45. I just watched it recently. There is another one out with Judy Dench in it, D N C H, 2021. Can't see that one, but Blythe Spirit is wonderful. It's about Margaret is a psychic medium, conjuring up spirit. And what she did was she called the spirit to her, just like I do when someone says, blah, blah, blah. Well, the thing is, the spirit didn't want to leave. Then they figured out that Ruth didn't know how to say go away. And then she's trying, and she accidentally. Um, uh, so the first wife shows up, can't figure out how to get rid of her. And the first wife, she may have, may have been a ghost. She thinks to herself, gee, I would really like this man I married to be a ghost also. She fusses with the car. I've never seen a ghost do that. People say, oh, ghost hurts you. Um, a crazy ghost. These are people recent deaths. He had married again. And he, she fusses with his car. And the second wife gets killed. And now he has two wives, dead wives, that no one can think about how to get rid of. He sees them. It's really funny. I really liked it. One that kind of scared me because I have seen this before. Uh, when someone kills themselves or if there's a terrible death, they can get stuck in the loop. And it's kind of like, I'm going to jump out of the window death. And you can see them looping. And these are people that are so desperate, they can get stuck. Uh, so the movie with John Cusack in it, C-U-S-A-C-K. Uh, the movie is called 1408. What makes reference to is room 1408. Renowned horror novelist, novelist believes only in what he can see with his own two eyes. He is another, um, he wants to write another book and he wants to base it on the notorious Dolphin Hotel for his latest project, Suite 1408, where it is a haunted room. The book was written by Stephen King. It's really really spooky there's parts of it that clearly can't happen like the picture above the bed is of a sailing ship and the place fills up with water but the deaths of the people in there i have actually seen that and it, it's kind of riveting to me um poltergeist um 1982 um 
I have seen the spirit people walk around like that at different eras. Absolutely. Have I seen a portal with a monster coming through it? The monster in the poltergeist was actually the cult leader of a group of people that he took underground. He became so enraged with himself. He became uh, somebody who had power and control that he created a, a spider-like big body. And so that's the monster in the closet that you'll see. It's not a, a demon from another world. It's actually the cult leader who was the preacher over a group of about 40 people. And he captured them and kept them to himself. And the house that in the poltergeist actually built over a graveyard in the storyline. So uh, it's quite scary. Um, I really enjoyed all of them. But the first one really speaks to that graveyard being under there. It was second or third one when they actually found the cave underground. And that's when they go under and find all these bodies. And then they start realizing that, that, that someone else was involved and what all their problems were, were coming from this cult leader. It was very uh, disturbing. But anyway, uh, parts of the movie were real. Um, uh, the little woman, they um, I forgot her name, the medium. Um, the house is clean. I, I don't know if I can always say the house is clean forever because people will speak of a spirit and then it'll go away and then somebody else will come by because ghost people do, uh, transitory spirits are real, people who are not ghosts, but ghosts who are wanderers, the house has been burnt down, they can't identify the neighborhood now, they can go from house to house. If you don't pay any attention, they won't get what they need, they will go on. This all really does happen. Um, Another one I liked was called Ghost Town, a 2008, the dentist. And he has a colonoscopy. And while he was under, they accidentally killed him for five to seven minutes or something. It's very funny. Um, it's a comedian that you can see on TV. He's very good at it. He starts seeing ghosts everywhere. <laughs> Get that. And so they are after him. Please do this for me. And I have had ghost people, spirit people, say to me, say this to them for me. I've never had them say, go find the treasure or give them the map. This is kind of like, I'm not sure how, but, but his frustration of seeing the spirit people and not knowing what to do for them. Um, when I go by cemeteries, you're going to find spirits there, ghosts. And they'll come up, come and stay with their body thinking someone's going to come and get them. Absolutely. And I told my husband, I will not look at a cemetery if I see someone in there because I don't want to look at me. Oh, that oh, she, she can see me because I don't want them in the car with me. And so that's something that's kind of real. But it's a very fun movie. And of course, uh, in the building he lives in is a lovely lady who's a widow. And one of the ghosts that approaches him is the deceased husband of this lady. And he was a bad boy, and he's very regretful. And they sorted out. Another movie I kind of like, um, Woman in Black. Um, it's a house that's haunted, and the woman in black is in grieving. And this is a big house. Um, the young man playing the role, the main role, I think he was in Harry Potter. Uh, the Woman in Black was a 2012, and there's a village. This is at the turn of the century, village. And a long road going out to a very large house, like a castle on a, a small island. And when the ocean comes in high tide, it buries the surrounding area. So you can only go in sometimes and leave sometimes. 
evidently there was a tragic death there. And so the woman, the mother of the child, has been stuck in this house. And of course, people see her and she's um, causes some problems. Uh, the first thing is she, she wants a boy, but she can't get to him because he was in a wagon accident. He's in the swamp. So it's very dark, but very good. I recommend that one. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, 2021. Why did I like that? Not the, the queen from hell, but there was a couple of incidences in there, especially at the end when the, um, there was four Ghostbusters originally, um, Bill Murray, of course, and Dan Ackward. And then there was a gentleman that was the scientist and he died around five, six years ago, I think. And they created him to be a spirit in this movie very at the end. Um, it's very interesting because I've seen that kind of a thing where um, a spirit person will actually come up to you and hug you lots of times, absolutely lots and lots. And he did hug her, uh, made it look like he was solid and he's not. But a lot of times I'll be talking, oh, he just hugged you. In fact, I think one show was someone it was so stunning to me. He was loving his this woman. He just nuzzled into, gave her, and I started crying over it. I mean, I love that. Um, the movie had lots of ghosts in it. Made no sense that a ghost bee would eat metal. <laughs> but what I wanted to say about those ghosts is they lost the form of what they used to be. Absolutely, I see that, and all kinds of shapes. So not will a, a ghost eat the metal bars of a jail. Uh, not at all, but the shape can be that, which is kind of strange because I see blobs. Now you say, well, is that the same as orbs? Well, normally orbs are spirits. They're not going to be a ghost. A ghost is frozen. A ghost is sometimes larger than an orb. I've never seen a ghost of an orb go and hug a baby. So there's plenty of videos out there of an orb entering the crib of a baby and patting them on, And all of a sudden you'll see a patting on the head. The hair is being moved, and it's a padding. And then you find out it's grandma or the father got killed. So they're loving, very loving. It's more easier for them to keep the essence of who they are until they need a hand. Um, okay. Um, another one I liked was the others. This is all ghost stuff, absolutely. Uh, so the woman, uh, husband went off to war, and she is in a better home, isolated from the town. Um, a countryside estate, I would call it. And she has two children. Well, I'm not going to give it away, but I have to tell you something. She dies, but so do the children. And it later comes to be that they are all stuck in the house for decades and no one, they have no idea how long it's been. They lose track of time. And then three people show up at the front door. And they're willing to work for her. These are not ghosts. These are the spirit of the people who died there long before she moved in. So three spirits came to wake her up. And it's later found out that she kills her children because her husband looks like he may not come back, but she's lost her mind. And in doing so, she then kills herself and she forgets that she's done these terrible deeds. So as a spirit, she grabs onto the emotional state of her children. And she says, this is our life. And they can't move on. And the husband doesn't come back because he's also become a ghost. He shows up, but he has to leave. It's a complex storyline. Um, and at the end of the movie, 
<clears throat> another couple comes in and moves in and they have a child that sees the ghost and her daughter sees them and they see her as a ghost in the house of which she is. And so she has to confront her mother and say, you killed us. The mother wakes up um, and they desire to now stay there, but they're not any ghosts anymore because this is their heaven now. So you can turn it around. Everybody can turn it around. Another one I thought was fun, um, ghosty kind of, was The Frighteners, 1996. And a young man that played uh, Back to the Future, he's in it. And um, it's very fun. Uh, I think that I wanted to say a couple things. At the end of the movie, toward the end of the movie, the bad guy who is a killer and the living woman who was his accomplice at the time um, get killed. She gets killed. Well, the ghost man stays with her thinking they're going to go heaven. And so they go into what we call the portal to go to heaven. And while they're going up, a dragon from the middle earth comes and grabs them and pulls them down. I've never seen that. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. Just like in the movie Ghost, Patrick Swayze, toward the end of the storyline, uh, the bad guy, who's a good guy, but he turned bad. He, they're all in financial business. Uh, first and last attempt to steal money. Um, he hires somebody to steal something for Patrick Swayze. Instead, he shoots him. And then the movie's all about getting the password so this guy can move millions of dollars from one account illegally to another. Well, he's accidentally killed. And then out of the ground, these black, crazy human shape go and crap, grab onto his spirit and drag him into the earth. I've never seen that. I've never seen anything like that. So I do believe that there are greeters. And if you don't have a family member that's very close to you, or you don't have somebody that you long to see, isolation, I, I do believe that there are greeters and they can be um, spirit people that will come to you. Uh, I won't call the angel of death, but I have seen people. There was the girl that died of leukemia and mother Pat gave me permission to talk about this. And she was in bed and the girl had never gotten to know anybody yet. Uh, the people had died, even though she was a teenager, everybody was alive that she would know. Um, and the ones who were dead, she had never met before. And she was greeted by a spiritual, uh, celestial being, not an angel, but just a woman like the one I had hauled on to. She might have been a celestial being, too. She was somebody that the girl got intrigued. Oh, look how pretty you are. I want to go with you. So that person could have been a greeter. Uh, you would say, oh, the angel of death came. Not necessarily called that because these people are very friendly and very inviting. The TV show Dead Like Me. Um, not the same, but similar. They don't wear the black cloak. Uh, and it's usually somebody that's very pleasant and nice. It's greeters. Um, so anyway, I do believe in that too. Uh, another one, the ghost of Borley, B-O-R-L-E-Y, rectory. The ghost of Borley rectory. Uh, in 1937, Harry Price, a uh, researcher, um, paranormal researcher is tasked with uncovering the mystery behind the Borley Rectory, a property plagued by supernatural, ap supernatural apparitions, housed in a reported haunted, haunted for over 500 years. This story was based on a true house investigation. Uh, Julian Sands, who died in California on a hike, uh, maybe up to a year now, um, last winter, and Colin Baker have roles in this movie. 
this is the true story. So uh, I saw it and I thought it was really, really a good movie. Well, I hope I entertained everybody. Eight o'clock, I was trying to do faster. She's back. So Shar has a little yes. time to catch up. Uh, so we'll make this, um, unless you want me to talk more about something, Shar, note. If you have another topic I would like to talk about, I hope I covered it enough. I hope I said enough to have you entertained. If I get off the show, I go, oh, I should have mentioned this and that. I apologize. Okay. Shark, did you fix that? Um, I can't figure out how to get her back. Well, um, want me to close up and everybody can say goodbye and then you can work on it. Yeah, I don't know what, because I was trying to ban the other gal and unfortunately we showed up, but her comments just came back up. I'm sorry. Her comments just came back up. Uh, yeah, I got to figure well, out. Well, block the work. correct one so she doesn't come in, but then go yeah. back and. Mm -hmm. Well, the problem is I went to block her, and all I'm getting with her is the star, the one I went to block. I'm not able to block her for some reason. Well, Michelle Lee. Michelle, so Michelle e. e is the one that got banned uh, by accident. Okay. So, um, all right. We'll just see what hopefully, happens. she's listening. Uh, they are saying to themselves before her death, my dad had a lot of regrets. And he'd hang yeah. around me after he passed away. I do believe he got stuck for a while. But a pleasantly plump woman looks like a heavier bosom and a little higher rump. She didn't right. age at least until six, 65. She did get him. So after, I don't know how long ago he did pass away, but I do see a mother figure, whether it was mother or grandmother. She had a white dress on, small belt, tiny from city because you get older, you sit more. You've seen grandmas, they have rounder back behind right. and then she had a little heavier bosom so um so it tells me she did age uh see if there's any other questions in here statements yeah um, victor had a here. question i think who victor victor yes uh he's further up virgil or D victor virgil virgil i'm sorry Okay, um, can I respectfully ask you a question? Of course, please. Um, Virgil came, inboxed me right now. I have a message for you. Oh, no, that's Annabelle. We don't talk to that. Uh, I'll have to deal with this later. Yeah, I don't even see her on the list of being banned, so maybe she didn't get banned. Oh, Marissa, I love that movie, The Ghost and Mrs. Muir. Romantic it was. And Fred, the blood of Jesus Christ saves sinners. I don't know how that applies to us because a, a ghost won't think of that. And I've seen every religious affiliation, spirit and ghost. Everybody talks to me. Cultures, I can't even speak the language. Family members have to come in and interpret. All right, Marissa, thank you. Well, I hope I got the questions. Uh, when I'm reading, uh, I have my notes out. I can't see the chat room because I have to overlay it. Right. All right, everybody. It was fun tonight. Anything else for you, Shar? Next week, no, it's just we'll Michelle. talk about oh. anchors and life that we can. Uh, yeah, change. Michelle, if you're there, let me see. If you're listening, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ban you. I was trying to get Annabelle out of here, and I hit the wrong three dots. So I'm sorry. I'm working on getting you back on. My bad. Okay. Anyway, so we'll call the show over. Yeah, but then we're you done. can go back. Yeah. You can work on it. So yeah. um, what I'd like to do, too, is also, uh, it being the first year and everything, uh, maybe Nancy will be kind enough to do another prediction show for us.
Mm-hmm. Maybe on Tuesday we'll get together and do that to start the week off. You betcha. So, yeah, just to let you guys know. Okay, so I'm going to deal with this, and I will be back because I do want to do that stuff in the other room. But we are going to uh, broadcast that over YouTube when I do it. So it's going to be live on YouTube instead of StreamYard. <clears throat> so uh, be on the lookout for the link. I'll, I'll post everything up on Facebook like I always do. And then you guys can come on in over there. And I got I got this light bright for Christmas. It's it's it's, it's the new improved light bright. So I'm going to be working with that. And we're going to do Mickey, <laughs> Mickey's face. So that'll give us some something fun to do. But just bear with me. Give me an extra few minutes because I'm going to try and deal with this thing with Michelle. Or, yeah, with uh, yeah, but with Michelle E. I feel bad about it because she's stuck with me for through a lot of stuff, and she's gone poof like that. And Streamyard's telling me I can find it under the guest section. I'm not finding her name there, so I don't know. Even though I have a message that says she has been banned, mm. I there has to be to undo it. Yeah, it says it. It says she's not blocked. So let me, yeah, I'm going to have to go in there. Okay, well, I'll let you guys go, and i got to figure out what's going on. All right. All right. Here we go. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Have a great one. I'll get you Nancy's contact information real quick before we forget. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be one of those days. You can just tell. Okay, the websites are nancymats.com, nancymatsauthor.com, youtube.com forward slash nancymatspsychic. Uh, book, help get me out of this funk. Nancy Matz. Two Worlds, Developing Your Second Skills, Nancy Matz. And You Got the Unwilling Sacrifice by Nancy Matz. Books at Amazon.com. And again, Michelle, I apologize all over myself. You know, I, I really, I really appreciate your viewership. All it took was one psychic to mess everything up when she came in. <laughs> so listen, it irritated me, and I started pushing buttons. So I will take care of this, I promise. Well, we're just going to slow you down, young lady. <laughs> uh, uh. Hey, it's Mercury's in retrograde, so here we go. I mean, oh, anything that can go wrong to us. Just put it on Mercury. It's all good. All right, guys. Uh, we will. I will be back on Sunday uh, reading the book, of course. And hopefully tomorrow night, uh, the weather will clear up enough so Maurice and I can get out to... Uh, the Theater of Lights in Old Sacramento and do oh, a live yeah. for, live from That'd there. Be fun. If I don't do a live from there tomorrow night, I'll go ahead and do a live from here again tomorrow night to make up for it. Okay. We'll just continue with, with our projects because I got a lot of projects we can do together. But uh, love y'all and I will see you guys hopefully tomorrow or Sunday. And then Monday um, we might do another. I'm trying, I'm trying to get that book wrapped up because we're, we're shifting into the new year. So I might be mm -hmm. reading on Monday as well, especially with my glasses, because I can't see nothing anyway. So I'm not writing. Obviously, I'm not writing any letters to get any guests yet because I can't see what I'm doing, really. And it just takes too long. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll probably be back in my contacts by Tuesday or Wednesday, we hope. And uh, then we can get things back on track with the show. So Monday, I'll probably be reading from the book again, 
see how close we can come to finishing it off because I think I'm down to like 120 pages on the book to finish it off for the season. So uh, we'll be doing that. All right. In the meantime, Michelle, if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> okay, here we go. Bye. Good night, everybody.